0: As you move into your older and wiser years, you may have questions about your finances, your health, or what to do for fun, besides watching young people try to figure life out. Oh, man, this guy's a moron! The next hour is dedicated to you. This is 50 Plus with Doug Pike. Because women never age, and old school will always be cool. 50 Plus, brought to you by the UT Health Consortium on Aging. Informed decisions for a healthier, happier life. And by Incredible. If a stain seems indelible, you haven't tried Incredible. Now, here's Doug Pike. All right, we'll see how it goes on
1: a Tuesday afternoon. Barely Barely afternoon, I guess five minutes after the noon hour. Thank you for sharing some of your lunchtime with me. I've got um enough things to talk about that we could probably as usual probably talk I don't know two or three days about all this stuff and I'm going to try to try to get as much of it in as I can today in the in the middle of the whole thing we are going to talk a little bit about vaccinations again there's another shot that we need to get not a covid shot we've heard a lot about that and I just may ask this guest about that as well uh, but I do want to do that we It was only maybe two weeks ago, three tops, that we talked about the shingles shot. This is the pneumonia vaccine, so we'll talk about that. I want to go take a quick look. I didn't get a chance to do it right before the show started. At the cost of a barrel of oil, because that I consider a really good indicator of the way the economy is going or not going. Up almost $2 today. That's the bad news. The good news is... It started down in the mid 90s. So still not quite $96 and still about 20 25 bucks way over where it should be and where it could be if this administration wanted it to come down. I continue to be um, I'm not confused really. I'm not confused at all by what's going on and by the way things are unfolding on the way toward a midterm election. There's good reason to believe that a lot of things that we will find pleasant, a lot of things that we will find helpful to this country are going to happen between now and October, because that's what needs to happen for the party that's in power to stay in power. They've got to convince enough people that this is going to work enough people that, They can do it if we just get out of their way to get the votes they need. I'll tell you what, though, this one-two punch of what's kind of a... Let me see if I can find this other note. I'll leave that alone. It's... Okay, here's something that, that should get your attention, but you're not seeing it on the national news. President Biden has authorized completion of a border wall section in Arizona I didn't see it on last night's news I doubt that you did either because it doesn't have anything to do with what's going on here or anywhere else in the country the reason it's a big deal in Arizona though is because its Democratic governor needs some help he's in trouble this administration is in trouble and all of them need to be propped up, so President Biden waved a magic wand, and by gosh, he's going to get the rest of that fence in Arizona completed, and the governor there is going to be able to say, yeah, I had the president's ear. I got it done for us. We don't have to worry about all that immigration stuff anymore. Nobody entering illegally into Arizona. Never mind what's going on over here in Texas. Never mind that. um, You're going to see that. You're going to see oil probably get down to about, I'll predict here, that it will bottom at about probably $82, $85 a barrel. They don't want to let it get too perilously low so that it can be compared to what it was during the previous administration. But they want it to be low enough that they can say, look what we did for you, when in fact what they did for us, is put us in a hole from which we may never dig ourselves out. Economists all over the country are coming out and saying, "Yes, we are actually in recession by textbook definition and by a dozen other definitions, although Washington doesn't want to talk about that." They just changed the definitions of words, and I'm going to get into that probably in the in the third segment as I mentioned in this coming segment, we're going to talk to Dr. Nusa Amjad about the pneumonia vaccine. And once that's done, though, I'm going to fall back into line with what I really wanted to take care of today. And that is to help explain how this, How and I've got a, two pages here. There's another page there that matters to this end. Another page here about how the current administration is redefining words. That's become the the cause du jour Lately, When when something doesn't fit your narrative by accepted traditional definition, you just change the definition of the word. There's a whole lot about that coming up in just a little while. I hope you'll stick with me and listen to this talk we have about the vaccine and then about words and what they mean. I've made a living with words. I've got, uh, at last count, probably about four and a half million published words under my name. And I've edited national magazines. I did that for 10 years, concurrent to all my writing. And so I kind of pay attention to words. I kind of like to get them right. I like to know the definitions of words. I like to use them correctly, both grammatically and by definition. And when somebody's not doing that, it it rubs me the wrong way and, and stands out like a sore thumb. So with that in mind, we'll go ahead and take this first break, then we'll come back, talk to the good doctor for a little while, and then I will dive into definitions and words and hopefully help you see what I see. Kirk Holmes, speaking of good words, Kirk Holmes, if you're interested in your dream home, Kirk Holmes is the company that should build it for you. If I ever am in a position to build my dream home, I'm stopping there first and probably not going anywhere else. I've gotten to know these people for the better part of 10, maybe 12 years. I don't know how long it's been now. It seems like a very long time and come to trust everything they do. Third generation company all the way from pretty much anywhere from the Gulf Coast up through the Hill Country, a preferred builder in Republic Grand Ranch. They have built a showcase home, a Southern Living showcase home in Texas Grand Ranch that you can walk through and get an idea of the detail they put into everything they do. The only thing common among every house they build is a 20-year structural warranty, which is twice the industry standard, and two-by-six exterior walls to keep the heat out in the summer and the cold out in the winter, 50% more efficiently than traditional building practices. To see your home, your dream home, come true. Go to KirkHolmes.com. That's K-U-R-K, because at Kirk Homes, it's all about
0: You aged to perfection. This is fifty plus with Doug Pike.
1: You're as cold as ice,
2: you're willing to sacrifice our love. Twelve eighteen.
1: On AM 950 KPRC, thank you for listening to 50 Plus. I appreciate you sharing your lunch hour with me. I do try very hard not to not to say things that might upset your stomach and whatnot. Every now and then it's necessary, either for news value or comedic relief. But by and large, I'll take it easy on you. So with all the controversy lately on whether or not we need another COVID vaccine, whether that makes your third or fourth or whatever your first jab some of the other vaccines we seniors probably should consider include the pneumonia shot it's been around for quite a while and complications seem relatively rare to share a more educated opinion i will she dropped oh well you can tell me that it's okay everybody tries to say so secretive in here we're not we're not hiding behind anything. It's just technology. So I'm going to have to wait for just a minute to welcome Dr. Nusa Amjad. And once we get her back, I will go into the, the benefits and the risks and benefits of the pneumonia shot. In little bits and pieces, which I have all around me most of the time and suddenly have lost. That's interesting. This piece of paper is totally gone. That's okay, though. Oh, here's part, um, something I think would be interesting to know. First of all, the guy who, whoever it was who won that bajillion dollar, what is it, a billion and a quarter um, lottery this past week, will take home, I want to say it was 400 and something million dollars. The government got hands on roughly 60% of that jackpot. 60%. And this, okay, this is creepy. If you blend it up, everyone, I, no, I, no, never mind. I can't do that one. I'm going to scratch it out. I don't even want to read that. It's just, it's so ridiculous. It makes no sense. Here's something worth knowing. Michael Jackson, remember him? His estate, it says he has, but it's actually his estate has earned since his death, two point four billion dollars. Have we got the good doctor up now? Are you there? Dr. Nuza Amjad, are you there? Are you there, doctor? Watch three, two, one. Where is she magically appear, please? Oh, what's missing? We're missing a button. We're not sure which one. Are you there, Dr. Amjad? There's so- are you there, Dr. Amjad? Are you there? Oh, no. Keep trying, Cal. You keep trying, and I'm going to go. I'll tell you what we'll do. Why don't you try to get her hooked back up, and we'll take her down to 1232 if she can do that, and we'll move forward. There was a story that broke a couple of days ago uh, about the well-respected economist here in this country being fact-checked by Facebook for defining recession the same way it's been defined now for nearly 100 years. Back-to-back quarters of negative GDP equals recession. Or used to anyway. This administration's new math and new definitions is necessary. All of that is necessary to spin dismal ratings and virtually no public support into something they can haul to the voting booth come November. And rather than actually affect change where change is desperately needed, desperately needed by traditional definition in, in a dozen areas, they simply change the definition of scary stuff to keep what they perceive to be in an ignorant electorate, that's all they can possibly figure we are to try to keep tossing this stuff at us and get us to believe it. They just want us to blissfully be willing to give them more time to finish demolishing our democracy. Early in his term, I think it was Jen Psaki who said, Psaki, excuse me, I think that's correct, who said bipartisan didn't necessarily mean Republicans in Congress, after which one bad law after another was put into place with what that administration called bipartisan support. It turned out that they were just saying that somewhere on this planet, somewhere in this country, a Republican supported that law going into, into reality, that bill turning into law. Most recently they've spun president Biden's new promise to complete that border wall. As I mentioned earlier, Arizona, he did that not to protect our country, he did it to bolter public support for the state's Democratic governor. They've got an avalanche of illegal immigration happening there recently, and they need to stop that lest they potentially lose control of the state. Biden's going to get plenty of credit, too, as will that governor, for buttoning up the border while they leave the Texas border wide open. R- record-setting floods of illegal immigrants have come into this country in this past year alone. And there's no sign of anything stopping. The procedures on the border are changed. Everything's making it easy for them to get in and, in many cases, get benefits and perks unavailable to American citizens. If you're an illegal immigrant coming into this country now, there's a pretty good chance that you can be put on a plane or a bus to anywhere in the country you want to go. I couldn't go down to the bus station and say, hey, I'd like to go to Miami. I'd like to go. Well, I'd never like to go to Portland or or anywhere up that way. But where else would I like to go? I'd like to go to Corpus Christi. They wouldn't put me on a bus to Corpus Christi. If it's good enough for the Biden administration to redefine words and terms like recession and border security and crime, I thought I might throw a couple more into the mix. Henceforth, I guess on this, probably just on this show, huh, Cal? Uh, Henceforth. Border security is going to be nothing. It's going to be a longer definition, but it's so accurate. Border security will be known as casual observation, mostly just counting, of the one-way migration by anyone and everyone, regardless of criminal background or legitimate reason, who wants to enter the United States. I know that's longer than than border security, but that's my definition. Violent crime, well, that's going to become... Something that happens mostly to people who can't defend themselves, which by any definition excludes high-ranking elected officials, and their armed security. That's the interesting thing about when when things were kind of dicey up in Washington, D.C., the first thing Congress did was pass for itself extra money for defense. I can't do that. I can't just decide that I, meet, I need more I need more personal protection and just go hire somebody and use somebody else's money to pay for it. That's not going to work for me. And my favorite, this one I, I double-checked and made sure was okay. <sighs> my new definition, Cal, you'll be the first to hear this except for one other person in the whole building. Are you ready? I'm ready. Farting on a date. Henceforth be defined as the unintended emission of an alternative fragrance. That's what we're going with. You good with that? So, oh, excuse it. me. I'm a to girlfriend. I've now. um I've committed an unintended emission of an alternative fragrance. <laughs> you all right with that? You got to be. You have no choice because you're sitting there and um yeah, there we go. Did we hear anything from the good doctor, by the way?
2: I got her on the line. We'll we'll call her back for. uh, Yeah, let's
1: do that. I don't want to. Yeah, I don't want to have to um, short segment her. So I tell you what. Why don't we go ahead and get to this break so that she doesn't have to sit there as a doctor and waste valuable doctor time getting back. Airline vacuum is run by a guy named King Teak and a great guy. I've gotten to know him. He's also a pretty darn good bass fisherman, but more than that, he's. He is the, well, he's the national central vacuum provider for sport clips, which tells you something about getting stuff off of floors. They're pretty darn good at it. Airline Vacuum will come to your house and install, service, or repair pretty much any brand of central vacuum. It sounds kind of fancy, and it is a little bit, but it's very affordable. If you're putting it into new construction, it's really simple and affordable. Even in the house you're in right now, the one you've lived in five, 10, 20 years. They can come to your house, install duct work through the walls that lead out from every room out to the garage. You go from room to room carrying nothing but a hose and an attachment. You plug it into an outlet in the wall, flip a switch, vacuum that room, unplug. All the stuff you vacuum up goes out to the garage. You can clean that thing out anytime you feel like it. No more dust getting blown back into the air by a vacuum that has a great filter, but it's not perfect. No more scuff marks on the corners of walls from dragging cords around the corner to go get a new room halfway done before you have to unplug and haul that beast somewhere else. AirlineVacuum.com. Easy to use, easy to clean. Go to AirlineVacuum.com. That's AirlineVacuum.com.
0: Yeah, they sure don't make them like they used to. That's why every few months, we wash him, check his fluids, and spray on a fresh coat of wax. This is 50 Plus with Doug Pike. 12.32 on AM
1: 950 KPRC. 50 Plus. What you're listening to, and I appreciate you doing that. Tell your pals about it, will you? Come on board, jump right in. We, as promised, are going to get back to Doctor Amjad here and talk all about the flu vaccine. Are you there, Doctor Amjad? Oh, you are, aren't you? <coughs> Hello. Yes. Hi. Ah, Hi. yay. <laughs> no time <yet. laughs> We brought in the A team. <laughs> no, I'm not. I'm just kidding, Cal. Cal yeah, we we had. Some, there was something going on with the phone, and and it didn't work before, but it's working now. So let's move forward and try to convince more people my age to get that pneumonia vaccine. How long has this shot been available? Uh oh, did she fall off again? Oh my goodness. All right, your call just dro- No, she can't hear me because the call dropped. Nobody's listening to the radio. She'll call you back, though. She's pretty good about that. <laughs> oh, my word. I just get back into the studio. I'm just starting to get comfortable. And these things happen. They do. That's okay. These things happen. All right, I, I was talking about words and their definitions as... They've been changed by this administration, and I'll give you a couple more examples because I want you to understand how how deeply they've dug in their heels in trying to change what we perceive to be reality. They're trying very, very hard. Oh, she already back. You want to take another swing? Let's try it. Or right, we're gonna try again. Oh, yay! Don't move. Wherever you are, don't move. Just stay okay. right there, and we'll try again. So how long has this pneumonia vaccine been available? The
3: pneumonia vaccines actually originally uh, came out as early as 1940s. That's oh, when my we had the first Yeah, that's All when right. we had the first pneumovax. And then I think the more recently, uh, in 2010, uh, the conjugate vaccines uh, came out. And actually last year, we have two new conjugate vaccines. So it's like an uh, exciting time, yes. <laughs> so who
1: who should be in line to get be getting this shot right now?
3: So the pneumonia vaccine is uh, indicated to everyone above the age of 65. Okay. And then for people under the age, between the ages of uh, 19 to 64, Um, I kind of divide them into four categories. Um, If you have a predisposing medical condition, like a lung disease or Mm -hmm. diabetes, which uh, increases your risk of getting pneumonia infection, you are in that risk, and you should be getting. Uh, also, if you are somebody who may have an increased risk of meningitis, because hmm. pneumonia, uh, bacteria can also lead to meningitis, which is a, a brain infection. And uh, people in those categories would be somebody who may have what we call as a cochlear implant, or like an ear implant, right. or somebody who may have um, a brain condition where you may have some of the brain fluid leaking. And the third group category, yeah, third group would be people who have some kind of immunocompromised condition, Mm -hmm. like maybe HIV or uh, some kind of uh, malignancies. And the last group, the fourth group, is people who do not have a spleen, which can happen because of a car accident or a trauma, you know, or sometimes people with sickle cell disease. Yes. So so otherwise, young, healthy adults between the ages of 19 to 64 do not really need okay. it unless they fit into one of those categories. I, yes. is,
1: is this vaccine going to prevent us from getting pneumonia or is it like the other vaccines and more likely just to keep us from having a really bad experience if we get it?
3: Yes, thank you, that's a really good question. So when we are looking at the efficacy of the vaccine, the number one thing we are looking at something called as invasive pneumococcal disease. And uh, so w- what that means is, when you get the bacteria, sometimes it can cause uh, the uh, the uh, the blood and can lead to a very uh, bad disease called sepsis, where it mm-hmm. is actually flowing in. So when we look at the efficacy of the disease against uh, what we call as IPD or invasive pneumococcal disease, and which is the one which can can lead to death, you know, and severe illness, that's when you the most efficacy. Okay. Uh, yeah, and you can still get mild pneumonia, but what the, the vaccine is really protecting is against uh, invasive pneumococcal disease. All right. And that's where it is like 70 to 80% efficacious uh, um, uh, whereas um, I think the efficacy, if you're just kind of like looking at pneumonia, is more or less, like 9 in 20 adults will get protection against a pneumococcal vaccine, whereas everybody uh, or almost, I would say, 80% people who get the vaccine won't get the invasive pneumococcal disease.
1: Are there any subsets of seniors who just shouldn't get a pneumonia vaccine?
3: Uh, so the only reason to not get the vaccine, if you have had like an allergic reaction to the vaccine in the past, uh, either pneumonia vaccine, uh, the ones that we have now are, are relatively new, but like we used to have something called a uh, pneumonia vaccine seven, you know, like I said, yeah, they've been around for a while. Also, if you might have had a reaction to diphtheria toxoid, uh, you know. So I, I think... Pretty much, there are no other, or if you, you know, uh, other contraindications, and it is something you should discuss with your healthcare provider if you have really
1: concerns. Doctor Nusa Amjad on fifty plus. Uh, kind of a side note. I'm wondering if there are any questions or concerns you hear from seniors more regularly than others when you're talking about vaccines and specifically this one. Kind of myths, if you will, about the good and the bad of these things. Anything you feel like you hear all the time that you want to address.
3: Right. One of the most uh, common concerns uh, people have is sometimes after getting the vaccine, you can have like a mild fever or Mm soreness, and people think that I got the vaccine, I got the pneumonia from the vaccine. So, the message I want to uh, 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 tell uh, uh, out to our uh, senior population is just think of this as like your body is getting um, uh, an immune response developed when the real infection uh, comes out. So, it's kind of like if you're in the military and you have to go through your drills to be active, you know, and uh, be ready to see the real enemy. And those drills can cause some soreness, but it's worth it because you need to be ready for the actual disease. Yep. So uh, the biggest concern I hear is like, hey, you know, so-and-so got the vaccine and they got sick and they think the vaccine actually might have caused the disease, which is uh, which is not true. Most people actually do not uh, get any reaction, but the re- side effect that you might expect is sometime uh, a low-grade fever or some soreness. But to me, that means that, you know, the vaccine is working and your immune system is kicking up. <laughs> so, uh, and it will be ready when the actual bacteria comes uh, in.
1: Yeah, and honestly, that's that's no different than a flu shot. It's no different than a COVID shot. Some people have that reaction, which, as you explained just now, is our body saying, okay, we're, we're dealing with something. You're going to have a low-grade fever, so you'll slow down. You're going to have, you're going to feel fatigued, so you need to, to rest a little bit and let us fight this thing we think is something really bad and we'll be ready to fight it again when it comes back stronger. Comes
3: Does that back. make sense?
1: Thank you.
3: Yes, thank you so much for saying that. You said it right <laughs> in a much better, easy terms, right? Let, let's, thank um, you.
1: I, I can't help it, Anybody, anytime I'm talking to somebody about taking shots, I gotta get their current, especially somebody with MD behind their name, I wanna get current COVID vaccine booster thoughts from you. Oh my! My thoughts on the current COVID. Boosters? Yeah, the COVID boosters and shots. Do we need them?
3: Yes, yeah, I, um, I think so. Uh, I mean, I I, I personally um, uh, think that the boosters, uh, because the 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 more recent strains that we are seeing, are uh, not uh, you know uh, probably you're losing the immunity. Uh, you know, I already I personally got my. Uh, um uh three shots and i'm just about to get i was just about to get my fourth one when i actually had the infection oh, wow. my teenage daughter brought it yeah from her dorm <laughs> coming back and we both got sick but thankfully it was very mild illness she had 103 fever honestly she's 18 years old she had wow. 103 fever for one night And uh, by next day, I was just thinking, you know, because there is real fear that it can progress to, uh, you know, something more. And, uh, you know, yeah, and it was a tough night, but thank God her fever broke in the morning and then she was very well. She still had some fatigue. Um, And yeah, and everybody at my workplace, and I'm talking about all the doctors, Mm -hmm. they have gotten mild form of COVID in this recent outbreak, like over the summer. I think since the, uh, you know, we have cut down on the um, uh, uh, masks, Mm -hmm. you know, and all of that. But we are so thankful for the vaccines because we are all, you know, just quarantining and getting better. Uh, I'm still going to get my fourth booster (laughs) because I am I'm I'm scared and I see severe illness. I'm I am very biased. My husband may not. He's about the same age as me because he thinks he is uh, protected. Um, Dr. Amjad,
1: I I hate to slow you down while you're on a roll, but I've got to take a break here. So thank you so very much for your time. I really do appreciate it. That helps me a lot.
3: Thank you. Uh Thank (laughs) Thank you for having me.
1: You're welcome. On the way out, UT Health Science Center's Consortium on Aging. That's... That's the place. If you need help with being a senior and getting better at it, everybody there is specially trained in senior medicine. That's what they do every day is take care of people like you, take care of people like me who need some help navigating things that pop up. By the time you hit our age, there's all kinds of things going on. The the lug nuts are loosening up. The wheels are wobbling. The engine's not running on all cylinders. If they still have cylinders, I can't remember. Well, not an electric car. I guess the battery's low. Let's go with that for the electric car people in the audience. Bottom line, is, you go over there, you're going to get seen by someone who is a senior medicine mechanic, expert mechanic. If you've got a little trouble, you got a rattle somewhere. They can tell you why you've got that rattle and whether it needs to be dealt with. A lot of things are just part and parcel to seniority. And that they can give you peace of mind about. If it's something that needs to be fixed and it's bothering you and it can be fixed, they'll help you with that as well. U-T-H dot E-D-U slash aging. Go there. Learn about what they can do for you. U-T-H dot E-D-U slash
0: aging. Old guys rule. And of course, women never get old. If you want to avoid sleeping on the couch. Okay, well. I think that sounds like a good plan. 50 Plus continues. Here's more with Doug.
1: It is on AM 950 KPRC. Thank you for listening. Certainly do appreciate it. On this Tuesday afternoon... Update on my son's surgery. He is doing great. He's walking around the house somewhat gingerly, as I probably would as well, if I had dislocated my knee and had to have surgery on it to replace a torn part. Not an ACL. It's a, a medial uh, no, MFPL, something I think it's called. Anyway, it's fixed. Now he's just got to get comfortable doing it. He's had nine hours daily of home physical therapy to do. Nine hours a day, Will. How about that? Thank goodness this didn't happen during the school year. It would be impossible. It would be impossible to do that. You'd just have to say, okay, we're going to do the best we can with what we got. But this kid's got to study. He's got to go to school. He's got to come back from school. So enough of that. And I will get to some other things either today or tomorrow, but for now, hey, Will. Hey, what? Today, Will, is National Ice Cream Sandwich Day. I used to eat a ton of those things as a kid. You? I
2: mean, I think every day for me is National Ice Cream Sandwich Day. Well, it
1: can't be that because this week also, I don't even know what day yet. They actually fired kind of a an early strike on this one and I don't know why especially since National Ice Cream Sandwich Day should be able to stand alone but the tease is that at some day this week it will be National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day. So if you had to choose between a stack of them and a stack of the other on a hot summer day, mm-hmm. I'll throw mm-hmm. that in, which would you choose? I mean the ice cream. Of course. Yeah. Ice cream set. Do you now? Are you Mr. Fancy Pants and going for the Neapolitan ice cream sandwich, or are you, or are you more traditional?
2: I mean, I like the I like the cookies and the ice cream. So like yes. a chocolate chip cookie smush. Oh, the,
1: yeah. Okay. Why not I, just
2: combine the days. I grew you know? up
1: with just it was just like a thin kind of a a graham cracker sized thing. But chocolate, okay, on both ends, and then just plain old-fashioned vanilla ice cream in between. That's what we grew up with from the ice cream truck. We had those available in elementary school and in—now, maybe not in elementary school because we took our lunches then. I don't think they even had—well, they had a cafeteria, but it was just chairs. I don't know that they cooked anything back then. They sure as heck didn't give, give anybody any lunch, which, in hindsight, probably a mistake. Kids need lunch. They need lunch. I think chocolate chip cookie day is is pretty much like every day around our house. Truth be told, if if you had chocolate chip cookies in the house every day, would you be able to walk past them? No. Never
2: mind. I'd eat yeah, them. I'd either. I'd be able to. Uh, I'd be looking at them at breakfast before okay. I left for work.
1: When Crunchy got or home? chewy? Chewy. Yeah, chewy. Chewy. This, this I don't even know why they continue to make original Chips Ahoy's and. And all the store brand derivatives thereof. Just, just if I bring home chewy chocolate chip cookies, the entire bag is going to be gone. And I've exercised tremendous restraint. If that that little package of cookies lasts four days, no way, no for not for you either. Yeah, I mean, cookies go pretty quickly when I'm around. Okay, I want to give you this, just in case you were ever thinking about doing this, Will, I want to tell you this to make sure that you don't make the same mistake, okay? There was a guy in Brazil, ended up in the ER because he had watched a bunch of YouTube tutorials and decided that he could give himself a nose job, a rhino, a do-it-yourself, Home Rhino DIY, huh? DIY nose job, yeah. Would you ever consider? What's the most? <laughs> no, I would never. Consider God, no. it. What is the most? Uh, the most advanced medical procedure you have performed on yourself? I have put a Band-Aid on me. Oh my gosh! How How about I, that? Have you ever taken your own splinters out? Yeah. Uh, I mean, I haven't gotten that many splinters, yeah. but oh, I mean, man, like I've I, did, I, I a probably kid.
2: ripped a. Couple of hours, yeah. you know.
1: What about taking out your own stitches? Have you ever done that? Again,
2: I I haven't, haven't had, had to, stitches. I haven't had to have stitches. Man, I, I
1: busted my chin open when I was uh, when I was a kid, but my mom just super glued me back together. Yeah, that's that's new school stuff. Super glue, and we were stitches for the bad cuts, butterfly bandages, and you know what that is. It's a cool little bandage. It just kind of helps close a wound like that. You might put one or two on it. You could have put one or two on your chin and probably gotten the same result as the super glue. Uh, but, yeah, probably, I don't know, three, four. I've had stitches seven or eight times probably. Oh, yeah, I was torn up a bunch as a little kid. Uh, I took them out myself probably three times. It's not that big a deal. You just, you just snip it and then pull the knot and it just comes right out, snip one stitch at a time. You don't unravel it like a, a bag of fertilizer. You know how, you can open those, just the whole top, whoop, the whole top comes off. You didn't know
2: that either, did no. you? No, and I don't think, you know, like when I think back to injuries, like I think most of my injuries were all ankle injuries. You know, it's like going okay. up for a layup, you know, and then coming down and just landing on it. Bam. Long. I will say one time my braces did get, you know, I got, I got hit in the face oh. during a capture ooh, the flag ooh, game. Ooh, ooh, ooh. And uh, they went in to my lip, and then ripped the lip. Yeah, and then oh, you had to pull it away. We had to pull it away, and it was the it was the day before Thanksgiving break. DIY, yeah, DIY. You know, pretty man. I was
1: drooling, and my lip was fat. Oh my gosh! (sighs) There's a new seasoning coming out. I'll give you this too. I'm going to hold these other real serious notes for tomorrow because it's just I don't want to. Spoil the fun we're having now. New seasoning blend coming out that's going to make everything taste like Snickers. Everything it's everything. Why? Yeah, that was my question. Yeah, you stole my line. If you want to eat Snickers, you can. That's exactly what Cal said. If I want, if I want something to taste like Snickers, he said. I'll just eat a Snickers. I couldn't yeah, agree more. They're 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 not really uh, not they're not not in demand. You know. Right, I'm gonna People give you a, a quick challenge, a pop quiz. Man caught doing more than double speed limit in New Hampshire. How fast was he going? 80 miles an hour. Higher. Oh, let's go with uh, he was doing a 160. Almost there. 161 miles an hour in a 70. Sounds like somebody slammed down a bad burrito a long way from home. We'll be back tomorrow. Adios.